I was angry, anxious, and full of mom guilt that said, you wanted this life. You should be happy about it. Why are you so angry? Look at that beautiful baby. You shouldn't be depressed. You're a therapist. You seriously think you can help anyone when you haven't even figured it out? Tears roll down your face Reaching for something Someone to embrace To numb Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm your host, Felicia Hermley. I'm a 12-step returned therapist. I'm married and I have two littles under five. I grew up in church, but I didn't find Jesus or understand grace until I found the rooms in 2011. I love Jesus, but have had my fair share of struggling with church culture and religion. I know what it's like to be stuck in a restless, irritable, and discontent rut, drunk and sober. I know the mom guilt that says, this is what you wanted. Why aren't you happy? In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and that critical inner voice, as well as transparent and authentic conversations about navigating life and mental health and sobriety. If you're ready to discover your true identity so you can experience peace in life, then welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Blinded by the beauty of it all Recognized I was always destined to fall Into deepest We are stronger than we think we are So fight and show your strength It is the very first episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm super excited to be here to be doing this. I also really cannot believe that I am doing this. I was never planning on starting a podcast, but here I am. I think I will start this podcast by going back to my first baby. He is four now. So let's go ahead and start back in 2018 when he was born. When I was pregnant with him, I was preparing for postpartum depression. I was seeing a therapist at the time. I actually work as a therapist. At that time, I wasn't licensed yet, but I had been working in addiction treatment for maybe seven years or so, something like that. And I knew about postpartum depression. I tried to prepare for it. I had a therapist. I wanted to build a relationship with a therapist before my baby was born. What I was not prepared for was postpartum anxiety. I also realized that it might sound odd that I was preparing for postpartum depression. Let me backtrack here just a second. I had already had depression prior to pregnancy. I was on antidepressants before I was pregnant. So the reason that I was preparing for postpartum depression is because I had already 
had depression in the past, so I just knew that if you already have depression or anxiety, the risk for having postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety was higher. So I wasn't prepared for it in the sense of gloom and doom. Oh my God, this is going to happen. This is going to be terrible. It was more like preparing for it just in case. I wasn't stressed out about it. I just knew that I needed to have things in place before things potentially were bad. So that's the reason I was seeing a therapist at that time. What I was not prepared for was postpartum anxiety. When I went to my doctor's appointments, my postpartum appointments, the postpartum anxiety actually wasn't picked up on on the screenings that they give. I screened and I passed the test for postpartum depression, no postpartum depression. So I thought I was all good. I didn't realize that I had postpartum anxiety until my son was at least a year. Looking back, it was pretty bad. I couldn't leave the house without my husband packing the car for me. He packed the car for me every single day so I could go to work. I can't believe I went to work after three months. At the time, I was working in a methadone clinic. So my hours were very early, which really didn't matter because I didn't sleep anyway. Sleep was really difficult that first year with him. So not sleeping didn't make anything better. It was really difficult. I remember being really angry. I couldn't go anywhere in the car with him because I was just terrified that he was going to be screaming his head off and I just I just couldn't handle it. I would go into a panic before going into the car. There was just so many things that I avoided doing when he was a baby because I didn't want to deal with him crying while I was on the road and not being able to stop and get him out. Another thing that was a surprise to me was the anger that I experienced when he was really little. I hung out way too much in these mom groups on Facebook and on social media. I didn't do that the second time around. The first time around, it definitely didn't help. I was constantly comparing myself. I just constantly was second-guessing myself. I didn't think I was doing anything right. Felt like I was doing everything wrong. I was mad at myself for not being happy. It took a little while to get pregnant with my son, so I think that had something to do with being mad at myself. I definitely had that mom guilt saying, why aren't you happy? This is, this, isn't this what you wanted? Why aren't you happy? And that negative voice really impacted me. It was really difficult to be present with him. I'm grateful that the anger, anxiety has definitely decreased a lot. The mom guilt has decreased a lot. It has not been an easy journey, but I'm really grateful for it. I've talked a little bit about my anxiety. I've talked a little bit about the mom guilt. I wanted to get into talking about burnout and also talking about my sobriety. Like I mentioned, I was working in a methadone clinic when my son was three months old. I started work at 4.30 in the morning. Sleep was really hard to come by those first nine months of being a mom. My son just didn't sleep, and that was really hard for my mental health. 
it was very hard for my mental health. And I pretty quickly became burnt out on this job. I was working full time. It was a job at the county. So it was a government job, but just felt really dissatisfied. I was working towards becoming a licensed clinical social worker. And during this phase, I felt like I wasn't going down the right road. I had spent so many years in school, so many years working towards getting licensed, and I was getting so, so close. And then I was questioning, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And the thought of being a therapist for the rest of my life just felt horrible. It just felt horrible. I didn't feel like I made the right choice. I just want to finish up with talking about sobriety. Becoming a mom really did take me back to the way that I felt before I got sober. And I think that one of the reasons I ended up back there was just the absolute exhaustion. I think it had to do with my mental health. I think there was a big connection between my mental health issues, my anxiety, my anger, and the burnout. I think that had a lot to do with feeling like the way that I did when I was drinking, except this time I just wasn't drinking. I mentioned that I'm a 12-stepper, so during this time I also completely got disconnected from community. I wasn't going to meetings. I was just really disconnected in general, really isolated. And I remember just feeling miserable and really thinking, man, I didn't get sober to live like this. And I knew that something needed to change. I knew that something needed to change because I had a six-month-old, seven-month-old, eight-month-old. I wanted to change the way that I felt. The thought of drinking again briefly crossed my mind, but at the same time, it didn't really feel like an option. But it did sound good. And since I was having those thoughts, like I mentioned, I really knew something needed to change. And my relationship with my higher power at this time, I think it was a hit, hit or miss. I think it was really difficult to connect because of the fact, once again, going back to exhaustion, going back to being tired. This was just really a period of time where it was just difficult. It was difficult to have time to myself. And then there was guilt about not connecting with my higher power. And there's that guilt again, back to that mom guilt, the religious guilt. You really should be reading your Bible. You really should be praying. You really should be doing this. You really should be doing that. All I could do was pray a little bit. One of the cool things is that even though I wasn't able to connect, even though I didn't really have the physical ability, the mental ability at that time. These little moments of very small prayers, God help me, those prayers worked. One of the things that happened next was that I ended up meeting someone who also had a little boy. She was a little bit further ahead of me. Her son might have been, I don't know, a few months older than mine. And she was in recovery. She was sober. And she took me through the steps again. One of the reasons I was able to get excited was that I was able to connect with someone who knew what I was going through as a new mom. She knew what I was going through as a new mom. She was sober. She loved her sobriety. 
And I think that just really rubbed off on me. I'm really grateful for, you know, God bringing her into my life and working with me. And I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I think I'm, I think I'm going to end with this. And that is that I grew up in church. I don't really know where this belief came from, but I think there was this belief that God is only in certain people that are a part of the same religion, the same faith. I'm actually not 100% sure, even now, what this woman really believes in as far as her relationship with her higher power. I'm pretty certain we don't share the same faith, but we connected, and she taught me, and she loved me, and she loved me the way that I feel like God does. So this was a lesson for me in solidifying my belief that we were created in the image of God. I believe that God is the creator. Then we all have a little bit of God in us. No matter what your religion, no matter what your background, no matter where you came from, we all have that in us. And I'm really glad he taught me this and continues to teach me this. And I'm really looking forward to continuing to share these insights with you. So I hope you'll join me on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you heard something you were able to relate to. Before you go, please subscribe to my channel and leave me a review. I'd love to connect with you and would be super excited to hear from you. Shoot me an email at hello at sobrietycheckpoint.co. I'll see you back here on your next target run. Until next time. We are Stronger than we think we are So fight And show Your strength Learning grace from our God Learning grace from our God Learning grace from our God Oh Learning grace from our God